This is Sound and Vision on KEXP. I'm Emily Fox. The band Drag released a new album last month that was inspired by band members' experiences with substance abuse and being in a religious cult. I caught up with Drag's Jessica Wong and Adriana Costa to learn more. I understand that this album was part of, uh, Jessica, your processing of growing up in a religious cult. What's the story there? <laughs> this all kind of came to my awareness just in the past two years. I subconsciously knew that I was, but it was buried so deep down that I didn't even know that I had slowly been pulling out and that I wasn't a part of it anymore. Until I started talking to my therapist about it, I started uh, 2021 uh, therapy for the first time. And I didn't know I was going to start talking about it, but it just kind of came out. And that was a big inspiration for the concept of the album that wasn't premeditated either, since we just happened to be working on the album. I mean, how would you also like describe this cult, like to to realize years later, you know, as you're reflecting back, how would you describe what that experience was like for you and, and how the religious organization functioned that you were involved in? Yeah, it's a very like specific non-denominational Christian group that started with someone from Taiwan who immigrated to Anaheim. And they kind of created their own thing where they have their own version of the Bible. They have their own slang, their own names for everything. But it wasn't, it was not a situation where like you're all living under one roof or anything like that. No, no. Yeah. There was just a lot of meetings. Like you didn't even realize that you're spending seven days out of the week with them doing various things, but it wasn't like super physically isolating it would still like you go to like if you're in a city you go to that city's church building and then every state and internationally has one so it's like this network but you could still walk out in the world and stuff jessica broke down the songs on drag's new album that were inspired by her experience in a religious cult animal specialty is about like what it was like sitting in one of those million church meetings that I've been in. Demon Bird is about the founding of the church and all that corruption that was a part of it. Mitsuwa more has to do with how like my parents raised me with the rules of church trying to like impose that on their family and also mixed with just kind of like immigrant Asian family rules how it just went so well together with church rules so all of that just kind of letting me get out of it in a way. Thinking about the band on kind of the larger scale, 
I was reading through some of your PR stuff and an interesting call out that you said is that you feel like as a band you haven't been taking very seriously because a lot of your members are people of color in a musical genre that's largely dominated by white folks. And I'm curious if you can expand on that, like your experience and like what that's felt like. I think it stems from the fact that we've been a band so long and I mean, we're going on nine years as a band and and just now we're building some kind of momentum and maybe our music wasn't as good back then. I don't know, but it's kind of hard to ignore that, that it took this long to be able to at least be given some kind of platform to be able to showcase our music we definitely, I definitely grew up in an environment where I didn't have the resources to be able to expand on where I can share my music. And even trying to acquire those resources, it just felt like we had to go the extra mile to just even get anyone to notice. And of course, I don't like to harp on that too, too much because I, I do want the music to do most of the talking at the end of the day. But it is something that we've all felt. Even at times I felt that I don't know if, you know, if the indie rock community is ready for a brown fronted person in a band, you know, and I can't help but feel that way sometimes. But I do think that at the end of the day, as long as we can write the music we want and not have to compromise, I will go the extra mile if I have to, regardless if it has anything to do with you know, the color of my skin or not. Jessica, anything you want to add to that? Looking around and seeing how little you are represented. It's just really obvious, but I've gotten used to that at the same time. For me, sometimes I'm like, what would it be like if all these bands that I knew were like 80%, like there was an Asian person in there? Like, what would that feel like? But I've just gotten so like accustomed to it being the opposite. So, yeah. So Adrian, I'm curious, like, um, what do you want people to get out of this record? I think most importantly, because the record was self-produced, sonically, I'd like them to know that they can make a sonically pleasing record without having to spend X amount of money. But on top of that, I think that it's okay to be vulnerable. Uh, I think Jess and I really put ourselves in a very vulnerable place to be able to make this record, it was incredibly hard. I know for me, especially while making the record, I at times would stop myself and would just call it a day kind of early because I I had to kind of keep revisiting these moments in time in my life that I was sort of, you know, focusing on on on, on the music and it was being translated into the music and then sleeping on it and having to come back and do it again. And it was really hard to complete because of how open we had to be to be able to uh, make sure that we were putting together something, you know, honest and not contrived. So, yeah, I'm hoping that people can continue to make music that can put themselves in a position where, yeah, you are vulnerable, but it might help others in the long run. Hoping people can feel less alone in a time where, you know, we tend to feel pretty isolated, especially with social media and how that yeah. can play an influence. 
And Adrian, I'm curious, like what what types of things were coming up for you, and and do we do we hear some of that within the lyrics of this album? Yeah, you do. A song like "Good Era Doom" touches on my experience with substance abuse and my way of coping with that, especially considering how how I used to embark in these sort of benders alone and the kind of dark beauty attached to that as well. Like I can look back and think, wow, that was a dark time in my life. But at the same time, there was something kind of weird about it that I miss. It's like losing a best friend. Like alcohol at the time was like my best friend. And I haven't been able to stay in touch with that part of myself for X amount of years now. And so, you know, to have to touch on that in the music is tricky for me, but it's also therapeutic. And I feel very happy that I was able to do that. And I think it'll allow me to continue to make honest music moving forward. What Adrian was saying about the best, former best friend, as he was talking, I realized like that is so similar to how I feel about being involved in church for so long, because it's from the time I was born until I was 22. I just know it inside and out. Big part of your social network and your like emotional work you put in, like yourself care is in that and so I miss the times of having like an order to my life where like as long as I just keep going to church God's got me like everything bad there's a reason it's a there's some really big coping skills that I'm starting to see that of course the people I know that are still in it it's like they all need it to get through life and have some kind of like explanation for why things happen so what I miss is kind of like the feeling of security where like now it's different where I'm like I don't have that anymore and it feels like I lost something gained in a lot of other ways but lost kind of like bad it can happen to me for no reason kind of feeling and no one is looking out for me but you know um, those kinds of feelings that was Jessica Wong and Adrian Acosta of the band Drag Their new album called Dark Fire Heresy is out now. That was Sound and Vision. Please take a moment to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast, and consider giving a one-time $20 donation to help support this show at kexp.org slash sound. Thanks for listening.